Ta-da! Welcome back to AB Side by the host. No. Evil loves. <laughs> so this is Daniel and Anna with Jason and Hannah taking you on a journey in this podcast, AB Side. Uh, joining us later today will be Ben and Ansi. <laughs> We shall reintroduce them when they're back from the toilet break. So let's not waste any time, Daniel. What do you think God's role is at the point when you start dating to something more? Oh, I, I, is it the dating point? Okay. Um... <laughs> Actually, I'm going to ask a different question. Is that right, Daniel? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Did you read much about biblical dating? Uh... No, I just worked it out on my own. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I... So Jason made me read this biblical dating thing, right? So I think if I didn't read it, I would have answered the girl or guy initiating question really, really differently. Okay. But after reading that article, I was like, actually, really? there is some truth here. Oh, Ansi, you're back. Yeah, I'm back. Let's Hi. welcome back our, our guest. Ansi, welcome. I'm back too. Oh, and our second guest, Ben, is back. Yeah, welcome to the host podcast, you guys. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Wait, your, your opinion initially was different on guys and girls pursuing? Yeah. Yeah, it was initially different. Like, I, I, I thought that it didn't matter too much. Like, you know, I was kind of like Ben, like, it's, it's you know, it's a, it's a guy-girl equal thing now, you know, we're no. in the 21st century. Um. But after reading that like article, I actually think Ben, I'm like actually that God has made guy and girls different, and there yep. is a role yep. in gender. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I think it is important for guys. Like even like, I was just saying to Jason, like remember in I nine two when I attended that one year, we split into guys and girls, and I remember a lot of the girls' discussion revolved around the guys not taking up. Yeah, or like just not being the leader. It was like, why are there more girls? In, in like why why are girls becoming more prominent as leaders now in our current society and like everyone's un- unanimous answer was like literally because guys are not guys are not taking up the role um and i think there is a need to like like build guys up again to be like actually you guys there is yeah god has created you to take the lead and to and girls, yeah. so, so guys need to learn um how to not fear people actually um not to fear in general um there is a there is a sense of risk involved but girls also need to learn how to be patient and listen and submit believe it or not yeah but that's all that's all within the relationship i think i think if you're talking about like, like you, the moment you start a relationship that's going to set a precedence throughout the relationship, no? <laughs> I, think, I think this is why it's difficult to, to get your head around because everyone's thinking of a different scenario. So, like, asking a girl telling a guy that they like him is not them taking the lead because then they're leaving it with the guy to make the, yeah. the decision. But by But the girl, like just like dropping hints or like being like, oh, why has this person not asked me out? If you've not made your feelings clear to them, then you can't expect them to be able to read your mind. So you're like, telling me to go in a relationship. Are you telling me to go and like approach all guys and just bark no. up their trees whenever and wherever? 
if there is if there is somebody that you if there's somebody that you want to have a relationship with then you should let them know is what i'm saying i've definitely like <coughs> not done a ruth but i've definitely texted the guy first yeah oh yes yeah, same that's different yeah, that's not like texting hey i like you let's go for drinks right now huh no not i like you but like hey do, do you want to go to this thing that my friends and everyone's going to like just to get to know him better that's different that's not that's not like that's what i'm saying everyone's everyone's thinking of something different when they say that no everyone's... quite forward i would say that counts and my question is no that's different is that hey do you want to come along to this thing where all my friends are going is that can you still get to know each other in those contexts yeah you can and is it potentially what we should be doing in the getting to know phase like Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift. What? <laughs> no, the, please. The don't. song. Oh. <laughs> you better, you better. How I think of it though is like dating in itself. That there is there is no example of dating in the Bible. You're either not in a relationship. You're either single or you're married, right? In no. most. No. There's courtship. There's courtship. And like some intention there. So you see, but dating as like a word and as a concept is kind of a modern thing. And I would say that actually, like to define dating, I would just be like, oh, it's friendship with intention. It's friendship with the intention to bring it further, potentially into 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 engagement, into marriage. Like, which means that if dating is just you know going out, getting to know one another. Then that is part of it, but that is with a goal in mind. And without that goal in mind, I feel like dating is quite pointless. I think it's super important to define what dating is because, especially in this modern era, everyone has a different idea of what dating, courting is and what happens at each stage. Um, is it just going out with friends? Is it going out with friends with intention? Should I even know that I'm going to marry them whenever it's the, you know, I've been out with them twice? Is it okay if I've been out with them twice? Or... Is everyone going to tell everybody else that we're going out dating, which is that big thing in the Chinese church, which everyone's worried about? Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. Have you got a definition for us? Or you were just you were just raising the problem? I've got. I don't have definition, but I've got biblical fundamentals that one should hold on to when when they're dating. So, so I've like First Timothy five. It says, "Do not." Okay. Well. I'll start from the part B. Treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, younger women as sisters with absolute purity. And I think that is, that's one thing that me as a girl definitely would really treasure in terms of how a guy approaches me and how I actually also approach another brother in Christ is that you would approach them with respect but also absolute purity that, yeah, like when you think about relationships, actually, I think Timothy Keller mentioned in his book, like, how do we do it biblically? Is that just, you? yeah, you, you treat them like a brother and you honour them and you remember that they're not going to be, they're going to be somebody else's husband and you want to respect them and keep them whole <laughs> before, yeah, before they go on then to be married to somebody else. And they're your brothers in Christ. You do not, you know, you 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 love them as a brother would a sister or a brother with a brother. So you 
I'm just going to go on from that in terms of you're saying that purity is something which should be uh, maintained throughout, not just actually in dating, courting or relationship, but actually is something that carries on into marriage because there is that purity which still continues. But I don't think we've answered what the dating, what is dating? What is dating? How I see dating is just getting to know somebody uh, with intention that you want to see if they uh, are someone who you want to marry. And it's a mutual thing where both both people need to be, you know, considering each other in that way. And at least for me, what worked for me is I, I told Anna right at the beginning when we started dating, if at any point you can't see marriage as an end point of our relationship, then break up with me because I don't want to be in a relationship if in, in, in a dating relationship, a boy-girl relationship, which isn't moving in that direction at least. Mm. I don't think that is honouring God. Yeah. And that was a practical way actually of applying what Hannah was talking about in terms of honouring one another. Um, one of the ways anyway. Going back to guy-girl pursuing, you texting a guy, a girl texting a guy, hey, me and my friends are going out, would you like to... That's not initiation. I'm talking about initiation like the defining the relationship conversation. Like, hey, let's talk individually. Where are we? Are we just friends? Is there something more type of thing? Yeah. I think it's that we create, we are creating this, where did this friends plus more come from? <laughs> it's, it's creating that scale that the boyfriend or girlfriend has to be more than a friend. Now, you might say that, oh, but they always are. But that's because actually in dating, there is a proportionality to your relationship to intimacy. Or is there? You know, whenever we say boyfriend, girlfriend, it's almost like they need, they are my new confidant. And they are the person that I should be most intimate with. Not most, but maybe more intimate than friends. Or I should be deeper with them. And as the relationship goes, I need to get more deep and intimate. And the development of our relationship is reflected in how you know, deep and intimate we go until we get engaged. And then we get more deeper and more intimate until then we become, not necessarily physically, but in other, in other aspects, until we become married. And whenever we're dating, is intimacy uh what we should be looking for whenever we're dating or should it be looking and seeing whether the other person is um you know a good like someone that you can that works well with you that uh, um i don't just want to say compliments but that's what i'm asking do you get what i'm saying I think so. But I, I think the thing that, that we've missed in this discussion is that it isn't only um, a time when you're kind of testing if if the other person is someone that you can be married to. It's also something that you want to do, right, with with your boyfriend, girlfriend, fiancé, whatever you want to call them. Like, it's also exciting and enjoyable to spend time getting to know this other person um perhaps in a way that is more it's it's more intimate because there's more potentially on the table right like if i'm if i'm 
talking to a friend, there's no obligation that we are going to actually like in today's society, it's an obligation that, that we're going to stay in the same city or the same country as, as the other person and be involved in their lives at all. Right. In the future. Whereas with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you're hoping that you're, that you're sharing more of your lives together. So there's that intimacy that's kind of, I feel like it's built into what you're, like the 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 nature of that relationship is slightly different i would also ask so you don't know whether you're going to be in the same city as that friend um but you also don't know if you're going to be in the same city as that other girl or boy yeah yeah so that's that's really interesting um because you are still seeing how it goes and potentially should we have friendships which are we are, you know, intimate, we're accountable in those kind of ways, which potentially should you be totally talking about those intimate and accountable things to your boyfriend and girlfriend? Or, you know, maybe we should have intimate friendships and everything in the boy and girlfriend zone is, should it be as intimate to, as that? That's a bad way of phrasing it, I think. No, I totally get what you're saying. And like my own reflection on that is that actually Mandy is my by far my closest friend to the point where I wouldn't really there's there's things that I wouldn't think about discussing with other people does that make sense not like yeah not like I'm, I'm hiding them or like I'm ashamed of them or whatever like I like just don't feel comfortable being that vulnerable with other people or maybe don't feel the need to do that because I have Mandy who is able to talk through whatever I'm talking. I don't even know what I'm thinking of right now. Would you have that similar intimacy with Mandy if you were just dating? Um, I mean... That's it's, uh, it's really hard to answer because, like, <laughs> it, yeah, because we've known each other for so long. Why would we still be dating now? Like, then it would be like, hey, yeah, why haven't I taken the initiative and <laughs> proposed? Um, so I, I don't know because I don't know how what that would look like. Um, like how I see it is that you know, if dating is like a friendship with intention, like that, in, the intimacy which follows, or like the um when you think of a relationship it's not a static thing is it so if if you if, like how i see it is with friendship with intention for example oh you don't know if you're going to be in the same city as this boy or girl in the future it's something which you can talk about when you're dating but if you are in a friendship you're not going to necessarily follow your friends depending on what city yeah, you are right unless you're really good friends and i have like another thing to add in terms of like the discussion about intimacy and I think like Jason mentioned about not necessarily the spiritual or emotional intimacy, but the physical intimacy. And like something I we found in dating and something that like one of our mentors told us is actually it's sort of as you as you get more intimate and emotionally, relationally, and also spiritually, there's, I think it's more tempting to increase the level of physical intimacy. So I felt like while we were dating, we were aware of that. And so I would say that 
we didn't share everything with one another. Not in a bad way, but we sort of made sure we had our own friends to talk about things with. Because we know that we we were aware that there needed to be a difference between how intimate we were um, and the things that we talked about spiritually, uh, emotionally. Like there needed to be a difference between when we were dating and then when we were engaged and then married. So I don't know if anyone feels the same way in terms of they found that as well. But yeah. That's really good advice, that is. Thank you, Anna. So how do you define dating? I think we've had a good discussion about it. I feel like if there was a <laughs> if there was an easy definition, we would have just whipped out the dictionary. I think we see dating as this it's an increasing scale until uh almost a linear increase until en- engagement, which suddenly then and time being at the bottom and almost inter- intimacy being our Y scale. <laughs> And then it suddenly goes up until potentially marriage. It's that question of whether intimacy should be on that Y scale. Um, it will, it, there will be a, you know, intimacy increase, but it's whether that should go up and whether it should be a factor. I feel like that's the intimacy is, in dating is a just, is just a byproduct. That's byproduct. Yeah. How I see it. That's why. I think of it as friendship with intention in terms of marriage, because the intimacy part is depending on if you can see marriage as an endpoint. If you can't see that anymore, the intimacy shouldn't grow anymore. And, um, but I do think that it is important to have some intention there. Otherwise, both of you are left in a situation where you don't know where the relationship is going or, yeah. or, or, or why, you know um yeah but in terms of like the in, you know when the increase between engagement and getting married I do think that is sort of like oh like what kind of goes on in that period because there is definitely I think these are one of the questions later on but there is definitely more of a temptation to be more intimate in all the ways that we discussed uh, within that period because it's like oh you know you're getting married at that point but just like something funny about our relationship. And I think this is also God's grace is that like we were in the other side of the world, right? During engagement for most of the part. Yeah, most of it. So we had less to think of in terms of that. It was sort of forced distance. I think we could replace the word intimacy with closeness, isn't it? <laughs> uh, to make it less, yeah. le- less huge. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, what I was just kind of, thinking about was, um, you know, we talk about whether dating in or out of community. And I hope that we have friendships and closeness within the church so that actually it's not like you suddenly are looking for that closeness or that closeness with that one person that you're dating is way higher than anyone else in the church if you have closeness with people in the church then hopefully then whenever you start looking for a potential spouse that closeness might develop but it's within that context of the church is still close and it's no higher spike uh, initially until you decide that hey we're going to go for something and commit and then yes i get it that then the family unit or that partner unit 
develops as you commit during engagement at first and then later on in the vows, then I get that there's this slight different entity separate from the church, which then becomes your family. Does that make sense? I think it feels almost like actually we, we are we know that we're created for a relationship uh, and we talked in previous episodes about what does it mean to say it's not good for man to to be alone but whether or not that means everyone needs to be married or not it is clear that, that there is a special relationship between a man and a woman a husband and a wife sorry um and it feels like society in general and dating and the non-christian world knows that because that's why people seek out relationships that's why we seek out relationships with the with the opposite sex and we we want to have a a a boyfriend or girlfriend or a husband or a wife um but it's almost like what society does is just drops the the commitment aspect of it right and just says like have what you want but don't worry about like committing which is essentially like don't worry about unconditionally loving the other person um and we're part of we're we're still part of that culture even though we have this this other view of the world and so it feels like maybe for me thinking about dating it's it's kind of you are trying to fulfill that it's not good for man to be alone but then the marriage thing is just this point where you're deciding to commit so it feels like actually that there is perhaps a not a point of no return but um (laughs) like it feels like it's not necessarily a good idea to get close that close to someone who isn't going to be your your future you're talking it like physical intimacy then and all intimacy just yeah all all intimacy well yeah i mean i i don't know what that what that point of no return is but it feels like if you if you're giving if you're sharing your life with somebody else i can see how and then that doesn't work out i can see how that that would be um a big deal like a, a big thing to to get over i think it's it's similar to what henna was saying in terms of um you know seeing each other also as uh, your brother and sister in Christ because you, you don't know for sure that you're going to end up with that person mm-hmm. so um, like if you're single and you're dating then it's just important that you uh, guard your heart to know that actually that person if they don't end up being the person that you end up with that you haven't given too much away but in the same way to also be thinking how can I guard their heart so that actually if things don't work out, that we are still able to glorify God and put Christ in the center mm. of our lives. Mm. Yeah, I just want to like not finish, but <laughs> like read this quote from the article that we're reading. Um, it says modern dating tends to assume that there will be a high level of emotional involvement and some level of physical involvement, but biblical dating assumes no physical intimacy and more limited emotional intimacy outside of marriage. And I think think that actually applies to me. Like, I realized that after marriage, like, there are things that I would never have... Like, even even then, 
within marriage, it took me a few months to actually be sharing some of like things that are really, really within my heart that I've never said to anyone else with Jason. Um, yeah, but but yeah, like I think marriage is a safe space for that to happen. Whereas outside of marriage, it's yeah, it, it, like like exactly what Daniel said. Like if if you put yourself out there, like it, this is this essentially is part of guarding your heart, um, by being, you know, by being not emotionally too intimate. And that depends on also like all of this also relates to the health of relationships in the church, right? And and the girl. Your, your relationships with your sisters or your relationship with your brothers in Christ and I think like if those are strong all of this that we're talking about now it it, it makes it so much easier yeah I agree and I think whenever there is this closeness within brothers and sisters in the church then there's hopefully support there's hopefully um, a a delight when people are trying and even if that's shown you know not portrayed as yeah you know a huge massive massive affair even though it is you know it is a delight but it's not shown that people then have to have fear or concern or feeling like over you know they have to be apprehensive about who in the church knows whenever there's that closeness between us all that also adds to the fact that for those who then um, continue in singleness, will there is that delight of having that closeness with brothers and sisters in the church, which can be fulfilled uh, through relationships in the church. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this bonus episode. We'll be back next week with more of The Hose talking about marriage. Until next week, bye.